Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Later on in the show, Hillary Kennedy will join us. She of the four-minute buzz. And uh, HillaryKennedy.com. She'll be here to talk about uh, UFC things. Mm. Whatever else she has on her mind. Not Cinco de Mayo. Maybe that Since too. That's that's what today is, you know. It's the I, oh, know. I, lo- I love the nineteen eighties zoom there. Nice job, Rob. <laughs> arriba, arriba. Thank you, thank you. That's right. Uh congratulations to uh Mexico for joining the long list of countries that defeated France. Battle of Puebla. Yeah. This isn't even, people think it's Mexican Independence Day. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it isn't. It's, it was a minor battle uh, for Puebla. Yeah, but it kept France from marching northward uh, into uh, the U.S. for the Civil War. They were going to join the South. So, uh, actually so they couldn't. Out, you should be celebrating that in the United States. Anyway. And people are. Happy Cinco de Mayo, y'all. Uh, conservatives, conservatives on Twitter were appalled. Wednesday, after Joe Biden defended abortion by appealing to his uh, natural rights as a child of God. Here's what, uh, what this he reminds to say. me of the debate with Robert Bork. Does Bork it? believed the only reason you had any inherent rights was because the government gave them to you. If you go back and look at the okay, opening, pause it for a second. Seems strange for a conservative, right? That he believes the only reason we have rights is because the government gave them to us. Uh, you know, I'm not that up on my Robert Bork ideology. Maybe as up on it as I should be. I know he, he was an atheist when he was uh, when he was nominated. So maybe he did believe that. Because if you don't believe in God, then where do your rights come from? But he converted to, to Catholicism in 2003, which is so I bet. You know, I don't know if he changed his mind or if that's really true. You ever heard that about Robert Bork? That he believed rights come from government? I've never heard that. Nope. Very strange for a conservative uh, viewpoint. But if you're an atheist, what are you going to believe? Where do the rights come from? If you don't believe in God, where do they come from? They'd have to come from government, right? Yeah. Uh, or by the consent of the people. So that's it, it's it's interesting. That he's going back to uh, Bork here, but anyway, he had more to say. When I was questioning him as chairman. Mm-hmm. I said, I believe I have the rights that I have, not because the government gave them to me, which you believe. Right, right. But, but because I'm just a child of God, I exist. <laughs> I delegated by joining this union uh, here. Pause it for a second. That's delegate. interesting. He believes he has these rights because he's a child of God, not because God gave him those rights. He can't. You can't say that? You can't say that God? these are God-given rights and nobody can take them away? Hmm. All right. So he's going with the child of God theory here. What else? Some obligation, some rights I have to the governments for, for social good. So the idea that somehow there is an mm-hmm. inherent right, that there is no right of privacy, that there is no right. And remember the debate we had, you don't remember, but we had a debate about you um, don't either. Griswold versus mm-hmm. Connecticut. There had been a law saying a married couple could not purchase birth control in the privacy of their own bedroom and use it. Well, that got struck down. Griswold was thought to be a bad decision by Bork, and I'm, my guess is the guys on the to Supreme Court now. What happens if you have a mm-hmm. uh, state ch- changes the law saying that 
that that children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children. What? Where is that coming is that, from? Is that legit under the way that the decision is written? What are the next things that are going to be attacked? Because this yeah, MAGA crowd that's thing is now. really the most extreme political uh-huh. ex- organization that's existed in American history. No, that's the Democrat Party. In recent America. Sorry. Uh, this is amazing. This guy gets more bizarre every single day. His answers to questions are so weird and so convoluted and so nonsensical. There's just so much going on in each of them. You just can't give them all adequate time. Uh, where are they getting all of this LGBTQ stuff? That Like you can't have gay children in with straight children in school. That would be like us saying, you know, Democrats uh, overturned 5,000 years of settled law, tradition, and culture when they elevated gay marriage to the status of traditional marriage. What's next for them? Uh, because they fought against civil rights for and for slavery for over a century. These Democrats want to bring back the slave trade. That's what I think they're going to do next. I mean, they thought slavery was settled law. Just like they believe abortion is. So, I'll bet that's where they go next. I'll bet Democrats want to bring back slavery. Mm. That makes just as much sense as this LGBTQ stuff. It's just bizarre. And they're all doing it. They must have gotten together and uh, decided together that, hey, you know what we'll do? We'll throw in the LGBTQ uh, community with this. And we'll say that that's, that's probably next for these Republicans is that they're coming for you next and you're not going to be able to have your children in school with them. It's just absolutely mind-numbing. He also discussed... Um, is this the same? Is this the same clip? Yesterday, discussing Roe v. Wade. Yeah, no, this getting is, this overturned. This is this weird. is a different one, right? It's the same speech, but it's where okay. he's discussing um, these MAGA folks. Well, you know, they're the most dangerous people in the country. Which you mentioned at the end of that clip, but here he is. Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme yeah. political ex- organization yeah. that's existed oh, in American right. history. Oh. In recent American history. Right. Is it? Is it? No, that's the Democrat Party. Uh, wouldn't that again? So Antifa uh, doesn't count for anything. Mm, yeah, they count too. But uh, you know, BLM's pretty extreme as well. BLM. They conducted uh, riots for what eight months? But more so. That was a while. Than those MAGA extremists, you think? <laughs> you think? Yeah. What have What have the MAGA extremists done again? Oh yeah, that's right. They. It was the day democracy almost died. Almost died. Pat. So they did. They did walk in. Do we have some footage of that where they? flooded into the Capitol building and uh now is that milling or is that parading which is which is a little of both is going on there hmm. and so you can't do both at the same time that's high crime well there's different people doing different things Keith and uh and so some of them are milling others are parading um wow there's some look at that somebody's got an American flag you know what that means racism yep racism that's what that Symbol is. Symbol of hate. Yeah. It's let's bring back slavery. That's what they mean by that. Wow. Yeah. Just wrapped up in that just one symbol. Right. Huh? Right. Then there's a Trump sign, which of course means uh we don't want any foreigners here. Um, Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's what that means. That's what that's so yeah, that how sign am I right there. To remember all of these. Oh, I know what that one means. Which one? The one that never unfurls, thankfully. <laughs> Blank Biden. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a mess. I mean, and, and they are grasping here. They are absolutely... Big time. And this is their opportunity to energize their base that was completely disinterested. In, in fact, we have a video of the Joe Biden base. Uh, I don't know if you want to play that here, but I mean, they, they have nothing because they know that there's no support coming from their voters. Mm-hmm. And so now they have this one issue. Hey, y'all, don't you... Don't you want to murder babies? Let's go. Yeah, to the polls. Murder babies. So that's Do you guys regret voting oh. for Biden? I regret Biden <laughs> as opposed to Trump? No. No sane person would. I, I would prefer that Orange never steps foot in any government office again. Well, are you satisfied no. with the way things are panning out? With the Republicans, is all of them insane and trying to destroy American democracy? Yeah. How are they trying to destroy democracy? Um, I, um, I, mean, I mean, you have to read the paper. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm not going to do it. I can't do it here. He's perfectly <laughs> Why not? Uh, okay. competent mentally. I don't know don't if he's think it's incredibly competent. It's debatable. There's been no indication whatsoever that he has not. I've There's- seen clips of My him gosh. like shaking hands with the air. <laughs> oh, God. Like anyone, he's got some ups, doing some things okay, I guess. What do you like that he's yes. doing or what do you think is okay? Yeah, what's good? Um, what's good? What do you got? a good question. Maybe it is. Not. Maybe not. Uh-huh. I, these people. They got nothing. Oh man. They got they got they got a dementia riddled old man who is carrying the Marxist banner. Oh, there's no evidence. All the people around no him. No evidence that he's got dementia that anything's wrong with him. <sighs> no evidence whatsoever. Okay. Do these people live in a cave somewhere? Do they not I don't know, open the internet? Go it's online? It's in the papers. Just I I'm not gonna do it here. <laughs> you don't uh, have to I mean, just give me one thing he's done, right? Just give me one thing that the Republicans have done that's oppressive. Yeah. Just do one thing. That, one. That was, of course, his immediate uh, response. wasn't how great Biden is, how awesome the Democrats are. No, it's are. the Republicans it's, are terrible. Well, yeah, what's well, better than Republicans ruining democracy? American democracy. American democracy. Which we don't have. And I'm not going to explain it here to you. <laughs> Just read the paper. <laughs> read the paper? What are you in... 1790 is that what is that what you're from are you a time traveler <laughs> read the paper i get a kick out of these people who say <laughs> read the paper uh yesterday kamala harris had a message for pro-life republicans mm. those republican leaders who are trying to weaponize the use of the law against women will we say how dare they How dare they tell a woman what she can do and cannot do with her own body? How dare they? Mm. How dare they try to stop her from determining her (laughs) own future? How dare they try to deny (sighs) women their rights and their freedoms? Mm. Oh, how dare they? That's powerful. She really nailed us there. I don't know, it's pretty easy because we're trying to save the life of lives of children's of the children's. You know, from the peoples. <laughs> peoples have children's and we're trying to save them all. Well we know who uh wrote uh Greta Thunberg's script for the UN now. Yeah. Yeah. How dare they. Also, there's a new book by two New York Times reporters. It says Vice President Kamala Harris has been uh seeking political advice. From MSNBC's Joe Scarborough. Oh, <clears throat> nice. <laughs> Jonathan Martin and Alex Burns. Authors of This Will Not Pass. 
write that as her approval ratings plummet, Harris began seeking out advice from beyond her inner circle, taking counsel from longtime veterans of the Washington scene like Rahm Emanuel, you know, the Chicago mayor turned ambassador to Japan, and Joe Scarborough. Mm. The writers say that Harris began to get desperate as her approval rating plummeted. She hit just 28%, uh, according to a November poll (laughs) of registered voters. Uh, The authors note that by the end of President Biden's first year, uh, Harris was as politically isolated as she's ever been. Oh, I think way more than she'd ever been. As a result, Harris has grown impatient with her own aides, uh, whom she blamed for letting her down. The vice, you know, she, none of this stuff is her fault. No, of no, no. <clears throat> it's not just because she's totally unlikable yeah. and uh, psychotic. Oh, there you go. It's a good word. The VP even initiated an audit of her office to make it function better. And how many people has, how many aides has she lost? She just lost her chief of staff here recently. Does the article say? It feels <clears throat> like there's. Latest report comes after a slew of staffers in the vice president's office have left. Her deputy press secretary, Sabrina Singh, was the most recent to leave, taking a job at the Defense Department. The Post uh, said she's at least the ninth key official to depart the Veep's office. Oh, no. Nine so far. That's a big number. In less than a year. Well, I guess it's been about a year, right? A little over. Uh, The exodus followed a spat of bad press for Harris, with some saying staffers say her office is dysfunctional. No. And she's a bully who levels soul-destroying criticism. Wow. One report said the top uh, top two elected officials in the country are at war, prompting desperate Harris aides to defend their bosses, slamming the media for gossip. Mm. So she and Biden, they're saying, yeah. are at war. Huh. Mm, that's interesting. <laughs> I was reading a thing uh, maybe last weekend or the weekend before where she was made all kinds of promises as you know that she would have all kinds of things to do oh, right and, right and a lot of say in this administration and it's been nowhere near the case like he doesn't he doesn't listen to her at all she's not even invited to some of the meetings so i'm guessing she's a little pissed and she probably takes it out on her staffers and she's probably not a, that nice a person to begin with and so this has made it a lot worse Boy, do you think they even let her get close to Joe on a regular, like, not in public? <clears throat> no. Behind the scenes? Mm-mm. I bet she can't even Mm-mm. get next to him. I'll bet Jill keeps her uh, more than arm's length away. For multiple reasons. Yes. <laughs> I don't trust what yes. she's putting in my coffee. Mm. So, uh, as it appears, abortion laws will return to the states. The uh, scare stories are starting to pop up now. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're getting from NBC News, the impact of overturning Roe. The biggest health risks women would face if Roe v. Wade is overturned, according to experts. Yeah, that's just just one of many stories uh, that have been breaking in the last 48 hours. It's going to be an absolute apocalypse, Mm -hmm. Keith. So many people, women are going to die by the millions, by the millions when this happens. Math checks out. The group Abort 73 has some interesting facts on their website. Uh, Why do abortions occur? Mm. In 2004, the Guttmacher Institute anonymously surveyed 1,209 post-abortive women from nine different abortion clinics across the country. Of the women surveyed, 957 
provided a main reason for having an abortion. This table lists each reason and the percentage of respondents who chose it. Okay. Okay, so uh, the victim of rape, what is that? 90%? 90% of the time? Well, no, not quite. 0.5%. Half of one percentage Less. point. Less than. Less than. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Fetal health problems, 3%. Physical health problems, I'm assuming of the woman, mm-hmm. 4%. Would interfere with education or career. Okay, we're, now we're getting into the convenience stuff. Yep. 4%. Not mature enough to raise a child. 7%. Don't want to be a single mother. 8%. I'm done having children. 19%. Can't afford a baby. 23%. And just not ready for a child. Uh, 25%. So, the, mostly convenience adds up to... Uh, you know, most of the reasons. Yeah, yeah. And you say, okay, well, I mean, that's from 2004. You know, do you got anything more recent? Well, we sure do. Thanks for asking. Oh, we do. Let's go to 2020. And this is also from Abort 73, mm-hmm. so it's the same group. Mm-hmm. State of Florida records a reason for every abortion, okay? Uh, wow. In 2020, there were 74,868 of them oh. in Florida. In Florida alone. alone. Yeah. It's pushing a million a year. <clears throat> so here's the reasons given. Uh, the pregnancy resulted from an incestuous relationship, 0.01%. One one-hundredth of one percent. The woman was was raped. Okay, remember, it was less than 0.5% before in 2004. Now it's 0.15%. Fifteen one-hundredths of a percentage. The woman's life was in danger by the pregnancy. See, that this almost never happens now i mean it did in the 1800s yeah but what's your source on this just the women uh who who underwent the procedure direct from the source we're getting these numbers <laughs> yes 0.2 percent okay so 0.2 percent of the women's lives so let's add up danger. those top three categories rape because as oh we always hear about rape incest life of the mother right i got 0.36 percent 0.36 percent 36 hundredths of one percent wow so basically okay. one third of one percent of all abortions are because of those tragic circumstances oh but now we're getting into the meat okay okay there was a serious fetal ab- abnormality uh 0.98 percent so almost one percent the woman's physical health was threatened by the pregnancy 1.48 percent the woman's psychological health was oh, threatened by the pregnancy. Now, how do you know that? Well, okay, I'm going to go crazy if I have this kid. What? And even then, it's still just 1.88%. Uh-huh. This is from the women themselves. This isn't like a psychiatrist talking to you or a medical doctor or a politician. This, these are the women telling us why they had abortions. The woman aborted for social or economic reasons, 20.4%. And no reason. No. I just wanted to. Yeah. Almost 75%. I'll have to tell you. Almost 75%. So what were those last two numbers there, Rob? We had uh, 20.4. So you do the math on that. We're up to 95 plus percent of, mm-hmm. eh, I just wanted to. <laughs> yep. Just yep. Get this baby out of me. Yeah, it's essentially birth control. That's what I use for birth control. Yeah. What, what doesn't everybody just use an abortion for their birth control? so sad it's really awful really awful you have no respect for human life 
it would be nice if we could just if we could act absolutely once and for all make that determination when does life begin when it begins at conception to so many of us uh to others i don't know once they're born and even not even not then for a lot of people it's not even after birth because this california bill would allow the baby to die seven days after birth or even up to 30 days, according to some, with the perinatal care uh, thing happening. Of course, they'll deny that, but that's that's the way it was written. We also have an interesting report on Roe v. Wade from ABC News uh, back in the 1980s. Bless you, kid. Thank you. Got allergies or I'm allergic COVID to coming on? Discussing abortion, apparently. Okay. Yeah, apparently. Um, so here's, here's the report, uh, from the eighties mm-hmm. from ABC. Jane Rose's story was a terrible one. She said she had been gang raped, gotten pregnant, was desperate to get an abortion. That's what everyone believed. As long as Jane Roe remained anonymous, when she went public, she told a different story. You were raped while you were in Georgia? Hello? No, I wasn't. You were not? Oh, no, wow. I wasn't. Oh, so huh. all those stories oh. that are in the books and so forth are not true? Yes, sir. Yes. yes. They're not true. Right. right. That's correct. And it turned out that lying wasn't the only embarrassment this darling of the pro-choice forces presented. In her personal treatise published last year, Norma McCorvey told the story of her somewhat sordid life. Then, she still adamantly supported abortion. Now, she adds that to the list of sins she took with her into the baptismal pool. I've mm. cheated people out of money. I've sold drugs. I, mm. you know, I, I, used, I, was a, I was an abusive alcoholic for, you mm-hmm. know, many, many years. Oh, good. Um, mm-hmm. I've done a lot against his teachings. Um, yeah. But I, I think the far greater sin that I did was to be the plaintiff in Roe versus White. Oh, I think so, too. Oh, boy. I think so, too. There you go. Wow. That's really something. So, what an interesting spin, seemingly an interesting spin from ABC there. I mean, that did not sound pro-choice at all. No. First of all, just doing the report was interesting enough, but Cokie Roberts there, I think that's a young Cokie, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's uh, 1995, because I looked up there, I Am Row came out in 1994, and Cokie said, release So this was year. 95, not the 80s, it right. was the 90s. Yeah. Wow. In the 90s! <laughs> Plus, Cokie looks like a baby there. You get a still, still shot of Cokie there at the beginning? Oh, gosh. She's just a, uh, she's <laughs> like a teenager here. This no, no, is, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Look at her. I guess if you want to. He looks a little confused there. Like, what? Why am I here? Uh, but it's interesting because she says <laughs> something to the effect of the pro-choice crowd. Far cry from the pro-choice crowd and what they say. That is amazing to me. <clears throat> All of these people have completely flipped on virtually everything they believed in the 80s and 90s. That was a 51-year-old. 50? Uh, she was 51 then? Mary Martha, Kareen, Morrison, Claiborne, Cokie Roberts. <laughs> She's been married that many times? I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's her name. It, wow. Give it to me again. Uh, it's, of course, uh, Mary Martha. <laughs> Mary Martha. Corinne. Corinne. Morrison. Morrison. Claiborne. Claiborne. Cokie. 
Roberts. Roberts. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> you learn something right. new every day. Yeah, I had no idea. I, I would go by Cokey as well, as opposed to mm-hmm. Mary Martha. Oh, it wouldn't Gordon, fit on the screen. Clayborn, <laughs> you know, you put that up on the screen, yeah. it doesn't fit. Yeah. You need two channels. You need ABC <laughs> and Disney in order to get that, <laughs> get that up on the uh, screen. Uh, that's amazing. Wait, I did not realize that she passed away mm. in 2019? What? Really? How did yeah, that I forgot that too. Fly right under my radar. No, Cookie Roberts is gone. We lost her. Wow. We lost her. Oh, hmm. oh gosh. I had no idea. And Cookie, we barely even knew your name. I mean, only now, two years, three years after your death, do we even know your full name? Yeah. Do we even know your name really isn't Cookie? Right, right, right. That's right. Cookie that we called her Cookie when that wasn't her name. <laughs> so maybe it's too soon. Too soon to joke about Cokie's name. Oh. Uh, that's really sad. Yeah. Mm. What'd you die of? Cancer? Old age? 17 years she battled breast cancer. Ooh. How did really? I? Really? Like, this was the most private battle ever. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I knew that I at all. I seriously had no idea whatsoever of any of this. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we get uh, too far into the show, let me tell you about Moink. Moink Box. This is where you get absolutely delicious meat. 60% of U.S. pork production comes from one company owned by the Chinese. Did you know that? Wow. And their hogs are given something called uh, ractopamine, which is banned in 160 countries, including China. Yeah, I don't even like how it tastes, to be honest. The ractopamine? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. gross. Yet, you find it in your grocery uh, store aisles every single day. Now, there is a better way. It's Moink, that's Moo plus Oink, Moink, who delivers grass-fed, grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon straight to your door. It, it is, is so delicious. There it is. That's my favorite right there. The salmon. The salmon? Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Love it. Yeah, because remember, the, the folks at Moink, mm-hmm. it depends on whose week it is. <clears throat> they send an employee out to the stream to mm. intercept the salmon. They have to fight off the bears with one hand uh-huh. and catch the salmon with the other. And like, ah, it's mine, grizzly. That's how that works. That's pretty brave of them. That's how Moink does it. They wow. care about you. And uh, they do. Precious fish. Yes, they do. Plus, they guarantee you'll say, oink, oink. I'm just so happy I got moinked. <laughs> I don't know if you can guarantee I mean, that. that. Because I'm not saying that. Yeah, I mean, that's... I love it, but I'm not saying that. That rivals the length <laughs> of Cookie Roberts' full name. I don't know that I can say all that and remember Just it. trust us. It's delicious. And the steak is just mm-hmm. so tender and, and flavorful and so delicious. The best bacon you'll ever have. And, of course, like Keith mentioned, the salmon is really great. Really, really great. Keep America far- American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash unleashed right now. And because you're a listener of this show, you're going to get free filet mignon in every order for mm-hmm. a year. Oh, wow. You know how valuable that is right now? I'm kidding. Very. That's one year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste. But for a limited time, it's spelled M-O-I-N-K, moinkbox.com slash unleashed. That's moinkbox.com slash unleashed. Pat Gray returns. I do. It's true. And welcome to it. Uh, yesterday, I didn't even realize this was coming. 
But yesterday they announced the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees for the year <laughs> 2022. We'll get into that a little bit later. You get that email from Stu? I did, yes. <laughs> I did. The gloating email. <laughs> His favorite band is in. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites is not, as always. Yeah. In fact, my two probably, I would say two of my three favorite bands, Foreigner and Boston, neither one of them are in. And probably never will be. I would guess at this point. I mean, they don't even consider it. They've never even been, to my knowledge, neither of them has ever even been nominated. Um, and again, I've said before, Boston had three great albums. Maybe they don't deserve it. No. Uh, with all the people who I've seen get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, no, they they deserve it. And see, I feel your pain because I'm in the same boat. I mean, we're the Connells and where's better than Ezra? Hmm? Nowhere. There's no justice in the world. U2's in, though. U2's in, yeah. So I'm like you, two of my top three bands. Mm-hmm. Not What's there. What's the deal? Not there. Seriously. <laughs> and, d- you know, with over seven oh, records no, sold, no, you the laugh. Connells sure should be there. You laugh. Over seven. They are much, much, <laughs> much more deserving than half of the bands oh, in I'm sure that that's true. joke of an institution, the Rock and Roll Hall of I'm Fame. I'm sure that's true. You know what? Maybe we should start a campaign, don't. Put Foreigner, Boston, the Connells, okay. or uh, Better Than Ezra yeah. in the Rock and no, Roll we Hall don't of Fame. No, we don't want it. We don't want it. It's too tainted for yep. these great bands. Way too tainted. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Where Awaken the Baker tweets, if this decision is actually finalized, conservatives should start a life count of all the lives that have been saved Ooh. since the decision was made. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Access tech, as fences go up around the Supreme Court and other security measures are increased to protect the judges from violent protesters, have we reached the day justice almost died? Yeah. Yeah. And, and why haven't they really... You better release that ruling ASAP. Yeah. You know, Roberts, just put your name on one side of the... Yep. And that, by the way, that shows you how absolute weakness that man is. Where he is the last one. He's waiting to see which way the wind's blowing mm-hmm. until he puts his name on these rulings. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, pick a side. It doesn't matter, John Roberts. Just put your name on one side and release that now. What are we waiting for? Really should. I mean, they're, they are talking violence over this verdict. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it's not going to get any better right. if you wait till the summer. In fact, it's probably going to be worse. Right. It's interesting because I thought it was white supremacists we were so worried about. Weren't they the biggest mm. danger? Oh yeah, this country faces. That's what I heard from white the president. supremacists. Yeah. Man, they're the, they're the ones who are violent, getting ugly all the time. I can't think of a time when they did, but well, okay, yes, Charlotte, Charlottesville. Mm. Uh, what f- four years ago? When was that? Five years ago? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it was the leftist riots of uh, a couple years ago that we were told were just fine because uh, race made that okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were just, they were upset and uh, had to release some racial steam. Yeah. Uh, this time, they're, they're going to excuse any sort of violence, and they already are. They're already saying this is going to be okay, and they're calling for violence against the United States. In fact, a whole bunch of people are calling for the country to be burned to the ground. Wow. And that's okay because 
convenience, mm-hmm. the convenience of a woman has to be uh, paramount here. Yeah, yeah. So you got it. I mean, we just went over the reasons right, that they give that they cite, <laughs> and uh, in about ninety five percent of the cases, it is convenience. It's like I I don't want one. I'm not ready. I I I don't want to be a mother right now. Oh well, you should have thought of that before you made that other choice. You know to have sex with someone. Is that how that works? <clears throat> yeah, that's how that works. Really? Yeah, you do. It is all about choice. That yeah, the choice you made to have sex and and unprotected sex at that. Okay. You know. Uh, what is it? Condoms are about 99% effective, isn't it? I feel like I should have known that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, let's see. Toothpaste words, tweets. <laughs> that was all from a tweet. Uh, remind <laughs> me Remind me again, uh, why are they putting up a fence around the Supreme Court mm-hmm. right now? Who's been making TikTok videos threatening yeah. violence because they think they can't slaughter unborn babies? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and don't forget, when we talk about violence from the left, and, and obviously we talk about all of the cities in the summer of 2020, let's not forget the nation's capital was under attack on Inauguration Day 2017 when Donald Trump became president. I mean, they symbolized from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smackwater Jack, the reason Kamala Harris is not allowed near the president is because the vice president is the one who calls for the initiation of the 25th Amendment. Oh, I don't want to get that. I uh, don't want her to know. First-hand evidence. Yeah, like anybody doesn't know. Uh, hippie patriot, they don't care when life begins. Their only concern is their narcissistic needs. This is the left we've grown to know and despise. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And that's very true. They they don't want to know when life begins. They don't care. They don't want to hear it. But as a nation, we should dis- make that decision. Somebody's got to decide. All right, are, is it is it a child? As it's being born, at least? Can we at least draw the line there? And the answer is no to yeah. the left. No, you can't. You can't draw the line there. Yeah. Partial birth abortion is perfectly fine. Do you know that Joe Biden, not only did he vote to end Roe v. Wade in 1982, but he later was very adamantly against uh, partial birth abortion. And now he's even for that. I'm telling you, man. He's gone so far to the left that uh, he's he's in favor of partial birth abortion. There should be no limits on when a woman can get an abortion. Joe Biden is whatever his Marxist handlers tell him to be. That I mean that that that's his yeah, that's his politics. Apparently. Just put it in the teleprompter and hope he can pronounce what's the word he screwed up? Put him in What was the word that he told me? Was it Foothills? No, it was a president. What was it? It was presidential. Was it presidential or something? Or who put kleptocracy in there? Shame on you. See, you just gotta (laughs) keep it simple, man. I love the kleptocracy thing. (laughs) And I love this one too. Frankly, America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. Single word. Here it is. I was in the foothill. Excuse me. The foothills of the Himalayas. With wait, that's foothills of the Himalayas is four words, and that's what you're summing up America with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he was in prime form again yesterday. I mean, you want to see him with the the Paralympians there? With, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's Let's got see it. he's got them up there, and then he says something. <laughs> 
and wheelchair basketball player Matt Scott. Yeah! Right. All right. Matt Scott. Yeah! Here we go. Here we go. Don't jump. <laughs> what? She's our photographer. Look at yeah, her. Look at her. She's yeah, okay, so I guess... So he told somebody, some told Paralympian? The, or? No, he told the photographer. I guess she's taking a picture. That's his stupid line. When someone is taking a picture and they're standing on anything, it's, don't jump! And so he was up there with Paralympians, which, of course, made it very ironic because he, he sucks. so bizarre. He sucks so hard, man. Oh, my gosh, it's so bad. It's really bad. Yeah, all, all we needed there was a stand-up... jump! Yeah, where's our stand-up Chuck? I mean, that's the same mm. guy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. God love you. <laughs> we don't even need the machine. Yeah. We memorize all of the clips. <laughs> I don't know where yeah. it is. Stand, stand up, up Chuck. Chuck. Oh, no. Oh, wait, wait. Will you stay seated. We'll stand up for you. God come on, love you. Come on, I gotta have that somewhere. Yeah, we're stand up Chuck. Uh, come on. Stand there it up, is. Chuck. All right. Stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Let him see you. Oh. God love you. God what love you. That's right. About? You're a cripple. What am I, I talking you what, about? You're you can't everybody do everybody else stand That's up. That's right. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Okay. <sighs> God love you. And all cripples, in fact. Uh, we, love <laughs> we, we love them. We love them. We love them. That's why we're worst. doing a big ceremony today, because we love you. <laughs> so did our, uh, did our Paralympic team do well in China? Is that what we're, we're handing out the medals there, or we're recognizing the gold medal winners? What... What was that all about? I missed the whole presentation me, yesterday. Uh, I'm really sorry about that. Let me get right on the Google <clears throat> on that one. Because we were really into the main Olympics. And then, so I was even more into yeah. the uh, Paralympic. <laughs> yeah, the only Olympics. reason the Paralympics was on my calendar was because I figured <laughs> Russia wouldn't dare in oh, yeah, until and, those were over. Uh, but they I did. I was wrong. I was so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Who? Here we go. Who won the Paralympics? How do you spell Paralympics? Uh, <clears throat> okay, this kind of breaks it down a little bit more than I want to. Uh, I don't know. Uh, US, oh, USN's Tokyo, Tokyo Paralympics. What year is this story from? 2021? Uh, no. I don't know. I'm sure okay. we were awesome. It's I'm, not, sure, it I'm like, sure we did Look well. at how many uh, athletes were there. There were a lot of them. I'm sure it worked out Hundreds. great for us. So good. And shame okay. on me because there's some cool sports uh, in the Paralympics, I just uh, life is too hectic to to watch everything there. <laughs> That's what it is. Because yeah. if it weren't so hectic, you'd relax and watch the Paralympic you know what? games. I'll tell you, you this, and this is a fact: <clears throat> mm-hmm. I would watch every moment of the Paralympics before I would watch any moment of the WNBA. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, me too. Me too. I did see something on Brittany Griner, though, speaking of the WNBA yesterday. Uh, some people actually mentioned her name and were saying that they were trying to get her released. So well, I yeah. guess there's some effort She's going into that. Officially, I don't know if the word's hostage, but she is, you know, unlawfully detained, according to the U.S. government. So um, it's uh, now. In so a, knock it off, Russia, and send level. her back home. Different That's level. Asinine. The whole thing's ridiculous. Yeah. Speaking of Russia, what's going on with Putin, dude? What's up with him? Uh, nothing. Everything's fine. He's what do you fine? mean? Yeah, he's fine. Just oh, like, okay. uh, just like our president. Th- he, this guy's fine. Uh, w- nothing to see here. Mm-hmm. Move along, everybody. I guess this video's been making the rounds a little bit, but we really haven't discussed it on the show. But here's uh, how healthy Vladimir Putin is. 
Mm-hmm. Look at him shaking his right hand. Look at his shake, and then he puts it in there. Now look, his legs moving. Oh my gosh! Right, and then okay, let me lean into you so I don't fall over. Isn't that something? Ooh. So show us that one more time. Trimmer's right arm. That's interesting. And then I think left leg. Yeah. Versus right arm. Now right arm and right leg. It's look. Yeah, yeah look at yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, his whole right side. There's something wrong there. Wow. So I don't know who that is he's hugging, wow. but somebody who obviously is sworn to secrecy. And apparently, I mean, there's a lot of talk that he's going under the knife. He's going in for surgery, some kind of cancer surgery. So, yeah, he's not doing well. He's not healthy. And that makes him, that might make him even more dangerous. Right. Because he's got nothing to lose. All right. I'm going to be dead anyway. Like, what I do care. I care? Yeah. It's not my problem. Let's just score one for the mother, the motherland uh, before I, I leave this planet. I, precisely. It could absolutely be something like that. He also accepted an invitation to attend the G20 summit, and Biden will be there. (coughs) So that's interesting. When is this? This is coming right on up uh, on Friday, right? No, October, I think. Oh, it's not Friday. No, they said this on Friday. Okay. He is going to join them at the next uh, G20 summit. So he's like, yeah, I don't care. In Indonesia this fall. Yeah, it just says this fall, but you're probably right. It's October. Uh, so he uh, accepted the... In- who who invited him <clears throat> is what I'd like to know. Yeah, I thought he was a war criminal. Yeah, what? right. I thought we hated him and all Russians now, and no Russians can participate in anything. Oh. And then you invite him, invite him to the G20? Good point. Yeah. This is Putin himself. So wait a minute. So a Russian <laughs> athlete that has absolutely nothing... A Belarusian, yes. uh, whatever yes. the heck it is, uh, they, they can't yes. go to Wimbledon. Right. But the leader that's causing all this nonsense... He can. Okay. He can go to a, a really important world meeting of world leaders. Oh, okay. Yeah, what they asked at first at Wimbledon was that if you're Russian or Belarusian, you can't play unless you denounce <laughs> Vladimir Putin. It's so weird. It's so weird. And now you don't have to denounce him. In fact, we're inviting him. Come on and be a part of our really cool G20 summit in Indonesia because it's a beautiful resort. You're going to love it, Vlad. And uh, Okay, so if he's alive in October, that'll be interesting. Won't it? Hmm. The Indonesian resort island of Bali. Mm. This fall. Be there. Mm-mm. Aloha. Bali, that's where they had that bombing. <clears throat> oh, yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. Indonesia is the, the, I think it's the most populous Muslim it is. nation in the world. Yep, that's exactly right. Okay, so that's exactly right. good luck, y'all. Have fun. Uh, I'm a pass. Wow. <clears throat> U.S. intelligence is helping Ukraine kill uh, Russian generals, according to officials. Oh, gosh. We've provided intelligence about Russian units that's allowed Ukrainians to target and kill many of the Russian generals who have died already in action in the Ukraine war. Ukrainian officials uh, said they've killed now 12. Mm. Last week, <clears throat> it was 10, and now it's 12 already. So we're, we're helping them with this? So we're at yeah. war. We, we are at war. Oh, there's no doubt Period. about that. Yes. The administration has sought to keep much of the battlefield intelligence secret. Oh, have they? They've announced everything they've done for Ukraine over and over and over to right down to specifics on what we're sending them. 
I, Biden was just given a whole long laundry list of all the deadly weapons we've sent to Ukraine, which I don't think they should be doing. Just keep it quiet. What, what are you telling us what, what you're providing for uh, Ukraine? Why are you telling us that? Are, are you trying to make this worse? Mm-hmm. Bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's really bizarre. Sure is. <clears throat> so out of fear, they say, they've been keeping much of it secret, out of fear... Uh, that it will be seen as an escalation and provoke Putin. Yeah. And well, that's what they've done the whole time. Oh, God. It's what they've done from the very beginning. Throughout the war, the U.S. intelligence agencies have used a variety of sources, including classified and commercial satellites, to trace Russian troop movements. Mm-hmm. And then we provide it to Ukraine, and then they kill the generals. Twelve so far. Yeah, but what was that <clears throat> quote, though? Didn't Secretary Austin, what was that last line there? Because this, this I think, is uh, frightening. I don't like this at all. What's he say here? Uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin went so far as to say last month that we want to see Russia weakened to the degree it cannot do the kinds of things that it has done in invading Ukraine. So wait a minute. Why is the goal not to free Ukraine? Well, that's what it should be. Right. That's exactly what... Let's let's just back to a sovereign, free Ukrainian people. No, no, no. He's talking about we are going to eliminate this superpower once and for all. Yeah. Why is that the mission goal now? And they're they're making this worse. Um, There's... There's a story about Russians taking stock of their losses so far and all the coffins that are coming back to Russia now. And it's interesting because a lot of these people and their relatives were interviewed... And uh, one of the cousins of a lost sergeant in the war says, I only blame America, not Ukraine, not Russia. Uh, Biden, or however he is called, allowed for Nazism to flourish in Ukraine. See how they're buying into the propaganda? They just buy it. Uh, And so Russia had to fight not only to protect its people and borders, but also the Ukrainian people, women, children, elderly. They've really bought that stuff at least some of them that were going into ukraine because of the nazis and to protect the ukrainian people huh really yeah and you had the uh huh that one guy the russian <clears throat> general or whoever he was captain i don't know it was like they treated us so well we were told this is what we were going to fight and that's not what was there yeah these yeah nazi stuff which i mean there are elements of it but that's not what they're fighting no absolutely not um Putin has justified his actions, of course, by saying Ukraine, which, by the way, has a Jewish president, is run by Nazis. And he's provided no evidence for that. But still, the people are buying in. Uh, Russia hasn't released any casualty numbers since Mm -hmm. March. Mm -hmm. But Western governments estimate that they've lost 15,000 Russians. 15,000 Russian troops. That's not far from Ukraine's estimate. Wow. By the way. Our Paralympians finished fifth in the medal count. Somewhat disappointing. China, Ukraine, Canada, France, USA. (laughs) Really? Pat Gray. Yeah. Hello. (laughs) We're back. Yeah. This time. Yeah, we're not really pissed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm mostly hungry, though. Are you? So I'm on yeah, the, I didn't have I'm any breakfast either. So. Doorstep of being pissed. Mm-hmm. That happens. Mm-hmm. You get that hangry thing. You're hangry. 
It's not pleasant. Yeah, hangry. An anger fueled by hunger. A cranky state resulting from lack of food, especially sweet things. I'm glad you had that definition handy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh we were talking about the, the Russian-Ukrainian situation and that the Russians have, uh, I guess the government's done a pretty darn good job of propagandizing this thing, at least if you're to believe some of these surveys and and some of the interviews of Russian people. I guess the same thing happens here because we just played that clip of the two Democrats who were being asked questions about Biden and what they like about him. And they, they love Biden. They hate the Republicans. and They bought in completely. To the fact that Biden's doing a great job. What? I mean, so we've got people just as stupid here. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. They're just as stupid, <laughs> if not more so, because we've got a free press and we've have we have the freedom to really look around and figure out what's going on, and they still don't. They still don't do it. Uh, but the Kremlin has portrayed this war as a battle to defend Russia against an aggressive West, us. And as a continuation of Russia's World War II fight against fascism. It's really fascinating how they've done this. It's a narrative repeated by state media and one that fits with a worldview encouraged by the government for years that a hostile West is trying desperately to keep Russia down. A survey published by the independent Levada Center pollster in late April found that 57% of Russians blame the United States and or NATO for the death and devastation in Ukraine. Only 7% blamed Russia. 7% of the Russian people think that Russia is to blame for this. Mm. Survey also found 74% of Russians support the offensive, which is down a little bit, actually, from the previous month. Jeez. In an obituary that was published last month by a local paper in the Arctic city of Norilsk, uh, they said three locals had given their lives fighting, quote, shoulder to shoulder to expel the ghost of the Third Reich, unquote. Oh, wow. I, I didn't realize it was this prevalent. You know, it's, it, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, don't forget, you've got the Pope kind of on board there. Saying NATO's presence in nearby mm. countries provoked Moscow. That's geez. perhaps facilitated God. the invasion. Rather than mention, oh, and by the way, you know, their Supreme Court looks like they're just uh, overturning Roe v. Wade. Way to go, America. No, no. Instead, let's focus on the fact that we're at fault for this war against uh, Ukraine. Jeez. Uh, anyway, another. Another relative of one of the soldiers, one of the Russian troops that died, said Russian forces came to save them, meaning the Ukrainians. Russian forces came to save them and send them humanitarian help from all over. And they still aren't happy. (laughs) Then why are we saving them? Let them die at the hands of the nationalists. It just goes to show, you know, how thorough... And how well they have spun this war. And that's why nobody's talking about removing Putin from uh, his office, at least not in Russia. They love him. They love him. I, I think last month the survey showed there was 84% support for Putin. Mm. 84%. Is that down? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, it probably is. Uh, incredible. 888 900 Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. 
An LSU seismograph recorded a small <laughs> earthquake in Louisiana. I love this story. Brought on by the Garth Brooks Tiger Stadium concert. Yeah, over the weekend. How cool is this, man? I love it. For the second time in 33 years, jumping and cheering in the stadium registered as a small earthquake on LSU's campus. <laughs> I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah. It's a sold-out crowd. Uh, wow, more than 100,000. That's a big that's a big crowd. Mm-hmm. So about 9:30 Saturday night, the country superstar, Garth Brooks, of course, posed this question to the hundred thousand fans there. I have to ask you, Baton Rouge. <laughs> Here we go. Is it time? It's time. And apparently was. Yeah, apparently for, was time. For, he's got a song yeah. calling Baton Rouge. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the uh, Garth Brooks Whoa. library. Whoa. Sorry. I should loan you my uh, Garth Brooks Greatest Hits CD. Oh, because you know that'd get a whole bunch of play I love me. every track on that CD, man. Who doesn't? Who? Well, except me. Except for you. Uh, except for me. Mm-hmm. To near-deafening cheers, the opening fiddle strains <laughs> of Colin Baton Rouge, the unofficial <laughs> anthem of Saturday nights uh, in Death Valley, blared through the speakers. I can hear it. Hear the crowd singing along. Uh, Sarah Roseman, who lives about half a mile away from Tiger <laughs> Stadium, said. Singing along. She didn't feel her house move, but she could hear every word of every song being played. <laughs> from half a mile away in her house. Wow. wow. Boy, I bet the ears at that stadium are doing great today. Jeez, no kidding. Oh, wow. Well, that's fun. So Garth Brooks, uh, didn't he retire in 1990? Yeah. <clears throat> Did he unretire in 1991? Yeah, or just late 1990? I, I, don't, I don't know. But he's no Chris Gaines. I know that. <laughs> See? Because that was his yeah. alter ego his, uh, or whatever. So wait a minute. If so Garth clever. Brooks is... Uh, I mean, if uh, Dolly Parton is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, what or, or at, least in, at least nominated, mm-hmm. then where's the Garth Brooks nomination? Good question. Huh. That's more rock. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the Hall of Fame yeah. inductees... Now, here's the thing. Country music has its own Hall of Fame. Let them live there. If you love the country music artists, put them in the Country Music Hall of Fame. Or Miriam. Or Miriam, if you love them so much. Why don't you? (laughs) (laughs) So they finally announced uh, the 2022 inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And they are as follows. Pat Benatar, totally deserving. Plus, I think they also uh, inducted her guitarist and husband, uh, Neil Gerardo. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's in there, too. Mm, he exciting. is a good guitarist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duran Duran, which I heard about from <laughs> Stu yesterday because I guess he loves him. Yesterday. I, I wonder if he actually, in the original <clears throat> email, if he said anything about Foreigner and then just backspaced it mm-hmm. before he hit send. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> then you have... Eminem, one of the most famous rockers of all time, of okay. course. Man, it, nobody knows rock and roll like Eminem. Okay. Eurythmics? No. 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 Not the Eurythmics. And especially not Dolly Parton. Wow. Inducted into the Rock Hall of Fame. Wait, Come on now. Wait, they, they went through with that even though she took her. They went through with it. She what? took her name out of it, right? What? She said, I want him to remove my name from consideration so it doesn't, you know, water down the vote for anybody else. Nope. They put her in anyway. Oh, my gosh. So now she's in the Country Music Hall of Fame and the Rock and Roll 
Hall of Fame. And Garth Brooks has not been nominated. <laughs> Lionel Richie. <clears throat> now I like Lionel Richie. Sure. But Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? It's I don't know. And then you got your Carly Simon for performers who were just inducted. <sighs> Unbelievable. <laughs> that is. I would say two of the uh, seven were deserving there. Two. But there were more for the music excellence, the musical excellence award. Uh, they inducted Judas Priest and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Oh, finally. We've been, how long have we clamored for Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis? Man, forever, right? I think late 40s we first started talking about them. Cool. Early, <laughs> the Early Influence Award went to Harry Belafonte, uh-huh. Elizabeth Cotton, Amet Erdogan Award. I, oh, okay, this is a new award, the Amet Erdogan Award. Went to Alan Grubman. I love Alan's work. Uh, it's really... You know, if there's anybody who deserved the uh, Met Erdogan Award, mm-hmm. it's Alan Grubman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Iovine? Iovine? Yeah, he's a Levine? rock producer. Yeah. Is he? Okay. And uh, Sylvia Robinson. Mm. And I can't get enough of Sylvia's stuff either. Wow. So, so that's did, 14 people they inducted in one year. What was the Harry Belafonte reasoning? Was it just the Banana Boat song is so Had awesome? to be, right? Is that, do you know anything else I from mean, Harry Belafonte? You cannot go to a baseball <clears throat> game in this country without hearing, oh, I and then you're just like, wow, the stadium that inter- Please empty? Please don't put that in my head. I hate it. He's still alive, by the way. Yeah, he's getting up there, though, right? 95. 95? Mm. Wow. So he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now. Congratulations. Harry Belafonte. You've made it, Harold. Uh, The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has lost all credibility. Have they not? It's gone. I mean, look at this. What do we got? Eminem. Carly Simon. And Dolly Parton. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame can kindly go and make sex with themselves. There it is. As Keith said in his... uh, Oh, yeah. I had a tweet toward the tweet when yesterday the, when, the, when the CDC said, uh, Yeah, it wasn't even about this, but know, bring it's back your mask. Appropriate for yeah, this. Do kindly make well. the sex with yourself, CDC, mm-hmm. and, and Rock Hall of Fame. That's <laughs> Both how, of them uh, can go and kindly make the sex with themselves. Business. <laughs> That's a way around it, right? <laughs> yeah, that, okay. I'd say so. I think the same sentiment is there. <clears throat> And uh, and again, I mean, you know, it just another year passes. No foreigner. And the Connells don't even get a sniff. And neither does the <laughs> foreigner, right? I mean, and I would say is... the Connells probably will never get a sniff, but you never know. Hey, I mean, they, they've done more obscure groups than that. Well, I was waiting for this. So uh, <clears throat> the, the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should consider the fact that uh, the Connells' uh, greatest hit of all time, 74-75, which you're... Oh. Oddly familiar with. Yeah. Uh, reached number one in Sweden. It was the follow-up to 7374. No, it was not. No, oh, no. okay. But close. Uh, so Sweden and Norway hit number one, right? Yeah. Belgium, Iceland hit number two. Switzerland, number three. They were big in Europe off of this album. Okay. But the point I'm making is I guarantee you they did better uh, over there in Europe with that one song that, than what these guys aren't even connected to rock and roll. Yeah. I, this is, I mean... Oh. Are you saying they have a better case than Harry Belafonte does? I do. I, I'm saying that. <laughs> you think and, and, that Dolly Parton does? Yeah. 
How is Dolly Parton in the Rock Hall of Fame? She is as hardcore country as it gets. She's got not one rock and roll bone in her body. Come on. Uh, it's, it's, it's agonizing. I don't even know why the thing is called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It shouldn't anymore. be. Just it call sh- it the Music Hall of Fame. Yes, and be there done you go. With it. Yeah, and right. It, and at that point, Foreigner in Boston should still be in it. Right. Oh, yes, they should. It's madness, man. And I will tell you, again, these other performers who have great music and are very talented and had successful careers, there are places for them. There, There's the Rap Hall of Fame. There's a Hip Hop Hall of Fame. There's the... Is there a soul music or something to that effect? Hall of Fame. See, There's a country music Hall of Fame. There's probably a reggae Hall of Fame. Uh, Put the people who belong in those categories in those halls of fame. It's really not that difficult. It's not. Why is everything so complicated? Even the things that we're supposed to just relax and enjoy yeah. are just all... Everything's upside down, including the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We Do- can't even enjoy that. Do kindly make the sex with yourself. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. Let me tell you about uh, something really, really important. Even with this ruling, if it does, in fact, become official, there is still going to be abortion. And we're still going to lose an awful lot of babies. Throughout the entire planet, the leading cause of death is abortion. In the United States, since Roe v. Wade, over 63 million children have been killed. That's about 25% of uh, the pregnancies. That's incredible. Uh, And again, in New York City, more black babies are aborted than born alive. Please, partner with us and Preborn with Blaze Media. We've all gotten together to try to rescue 50,000 babies from abortion this year. Uh, And... Preborn partners with clinics in the highest abortion rate cities and regions across the country. So they show the expectant mother who's considering abortion, the ultrasound, and 80% of the time that changes their mind. They choose life, 80%, because they see the baby, they hear the heartbeat. All of those things are really impactful. And when the mother does choose life, then they go into gear to really help them out, providing maternity and baby clothes, diapers, car seats, counseling, and all kinds of other things free of charge. So your donation of whatever you could afford be greatly appreciated. If you can afford $28, that buys one ultrasound. Five ultrasounds are $144. So whatever you can do, please dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. Or go to preborn.com slash pad. Ray Unleashed. Hillary Kennedy of the Four Minute Buzz coming up in a few minutes. We'll be talking about UFC and other issues. I think one of the UFC fighters mm-hmm. is uh, for the governor vying of for office. Yeah, governor of well, maybe something. You have to somewhere. tune in. One of the yeah, we'll find, find out. out. We'll find out from Hillary momentarily. Also, sign up please at blazetv.com/pat. Use the promo code pat p a t. And you save $10 off your sub for the year. So great. And you get all that uh, Blaze TV has to offer, not just our overtime, which will be coming up again today. And uh, we have some interesting things to discuss with you. But first, let me tell you about the, uh, the wonder that is Joy Behar. 
She is so fantastic, isn't she? That's she's, the word. She's wonderful. And so, so appropriately named because she's just <laughs> filled, literally filled with joy pretty much all the time. Uh, anyway, what happened on stage to Dave Chappelle, she has an interesting take oh. on why that happened. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. Things that could contribute to what's going on, the pandemic, the opioid crisis, the fact that Trump was out there saying uh, things like, just knock the hell out mm. of them. I promise you I'll pay for the legal fees when he had a heckler. Yeah. I mean, there are many factors are involved here. Me? But And then Will Smith was like the piece de resistance, as it were. But by the way, don't you love comedians? Look at how they handled it. It was great. Give that... Give that what? Wait, what? What's she just say? Did she just okay, call so Will Smith the boy? A political no. thing. Come on, I know you Dave want to wrap Chappelle. it all on the policy. Dave Chappelle. This is really about security. Like, I don't understand. Why well, it didn't happen before? It no, happened. It's happening. Will Smith wasn't particularly right leaning and running up on the stage and smacking Chris Rock. No, so. yeah, but I, exactly. I do think that Trump unleashed some incivility at least. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, there was no incivility before Donald Trump. That's a good point. You don't notice that there's a certain amount of impulse control lacking in the population. And a lot of studies attained or said that was in particular in regards to people being locked down inside, not in particular being right. locked down inside and staring at well, the, the, Thank like you. Trump really, uh, he, he, he made the, 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 pandem- the pandemic into like a cold. Well, Do you remember? I think he handled it so poorly. To- Joy, you got nothing. Sorry, hon. <laughs> She's trying, man. She's trying to blame everything on Donald Trump, including this latest attack on stage of Dave Chappelle. That's just nuts. And then, like you said, she got the pushback, and she's like, "Yeah, well, yeah, well, he said it was a cold. He said COVID was a cold. Remember, remember." Uh, so, are we talking about Trump and COVID, or are we talking about Trump and and the Dave attack? Chappelle's well, yes, attack. and yes, I mean, we're talking about it because is, he's responsible for all those things. She's terrible. And what about inflation, Donald Trump? <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, Brittany Griner being detained in Russia. Donald Trump. That's Trump? Yeah, oh, Donald Trump. I was going to give you a little bit on the inflation, but uh, Griner? Oh, boy. Yeah, Griner. Didn't realize that one. Donald Trump. Hmm. It's because he's a, you know he's an agent of the Russians. And I'm sure he heard that there was a, a black woman in Moscow, and he oh. called one of his friends, and he said, you know what? You should get her. You should detain her. Called his friend. Probably Arrest called her. Putin directly. Since, yeah, he probably you know. did. I Probably heard he did. was Putin's lapdog. <laughs> then there's an Ohio Democrat, uh, Tim Ryan, running for Senate. And uh, here's what he had to say uh, about Joe Biden. Oh, wow. We all know Joe's wonderful. He but, is. Uh, <laughs> President Biden, will you invite President Biden to come campaign for you? Hello? <laughs> Look, we welcome everybody's support, um, mm. but I will be the face of this campaign. We I don't think, you know, sur- surrogates are going to play a huge role here. Oh, uh, he was really stumped with that. He's just not in- Indian, um, Joe. Um, uh, all the roads are closed coming into <laughs> Ohio, and the flights have all been canceled. What's that? So, I mean, would we love to have him? You bet, but I we can't. I don't know what he was laughing about <laughs> right before the clip started, but he, he his mood shifted on a dime. <clears throat> Watch his but, face. Uh, <laughs> President Biden, will you invite President Biden to come campaign for you? Whoa, whoa, 
Look, we welcome Look, everybody everybody's support, welcome. But I will bro. be the face of this campaign. Mm. I don't think, you know, mm. sur surrogates are going to play a huge role here. <laughs> you better hope they don't, or you're not going to win that one. Oh, no. Oh, man. So surrogates aren't going to play a huge role. So if you're pregnant with somebody else's baby, no, you're not going to no. be invited no, to different. the no, you're, that's primary different. in Ohio. Is that what it is? You know, Corby that's will explain really it to weird. you during the break. What does he have against surrogates? Right. I, the, I don't... They're mothers like anybody else, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me a serious question. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. That's great. No. He must not have expected that because yeah. uh, you're right. His mood changed <laughs> on a dime. Uh, but how much do you love the Biden administration? Uh, they What's warned companies yesterday mm -hmm. about certain things. And, and this is the Biden climate czar talking to oh, I love yeah. the Biden climate czar. Well, what's not to love? We have solutions that can deliver. We're, gonna, we're actually going to do 100 rules this year alone on appliances. Oh. Just like you asked. Oh. We are developing partnerships Isn't that great? on how we work together for new building standards. Even wow. for sustainable airlines. Airlines. Who the that they'd be all in, but they better be or they're going to be out of here. Oh, gosh. Wow, these people are frightening. Yeah. You're either wow. on board or you're out of here. She's bragging mm -hmm. about 100 new regulations yeah. on appliances this yeah. year? Yeah, new rules coming. On appliances, mm -hmm. right? Didn't she sp yeah. specify Because that if you'll recall, <laughs> Obama did a number on... Mm. On the appliance industry, right? And, and like, for example, you'd wash your clothes and they'd still be dry, right? Because mm -hmm. they were such a low water thing. Mm -hmm. And so Trump gets in there and he goes to Whirlpool and all these other American manufacturers and says, all right, look, uh, remember he made the joke about his hair. I need more water. So he, so then Trump gets in there and changes the regulations so that you can have more power, more water stream coming out of your shower. You can have a, mm. a deep, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I almost say deep dish pizza on your on your washing machine. Deep dish, you know, whether it holds more water, and mm -hmm. and it doesn't have these stupid regulations. So that's why yours truly, between November and January, between Trump leaving and Biden coming in, I went out and I bought a new washer and dryer because I knew this kind of crap was coming down the pike. They're gonna green new deal us through regulations. It's madness. Mm. Help, and they love it. They, they, oh, they're they bragging love it. about. It. Oh, you're gonna get out of here. Ugh, oh. hideous. <laughs> Incredible. 888-933-93. Next up, we'll talk to Hillary Kennedy from the 4-Minute Buzz about many things, including the UFC. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Joined by Hillary Kennedy of the 4-Minute Buzz. Uh, and apparently there's some interesting things going on in the world of UFC. Well, sort of. Uh, former UFC world champion, what, two times over? Yes, in the uh, welterweight and lightweight. Is running for governor positions. of Hawaii. Yes, BJ Penn. So this is mm. a really interesting story because during the pandemic, he really came out against vaccine passports and the mask mm. mandates and things like that. And it generated a lot of interest. Yes. Yeah, so people were That's like, great. why don't you run for governor? And he said, I'm going to do it. So he has. <laughs> uh, <awesome. laughs> he wow. Put his, put his hat in the ring. And uh, it's he's... 
43 years old. He's never really been super involved in politics until now. Yeah, well, but, I mean, the pandemic changed a lot of people's yeah. views. You know? mm-hmm. some, some good and some bad, you know? But he's very beloved in Hawaii, which is where he's from. So an MMA is a big deal there, too. So he's got a shot. He's the most recognizable wow. name on the GOP ballot. So he does have a shot at this. Mm. He went on Joe Rogan. He hasn't done any local Hawaii media that I'm aware of yet, but he did go on Joe Rogan's podcast. And Joe asked him some questions about where he stood on things. He didn't seem to quite have mm. all the answers. He's got some work to do <laughs> uh, as boy. far as, you know, so polishing up his position. So he didn't have a of the issues necessarily? It wasn't great. Uh, so, boy. but there's still time. So I think that, you know, he's got the celebrity Did he beat the crap out of Joe Rogan at least while he was there to, <laughs> well, to no, give you something to cheer about? That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there uh Maybe there's no polling in your story there. I'm just looking. I don't see anything here. Um, no, but I mean, too early. Joe Rogan's podcast has 11 million listeners. Yeah. And I, mm. I can imagine a large portion of those may reside in Hawaii. So oh. it's yep. it's good PR for BJ. Well, Politico says solid Democratic that it's going to stay Democratic. Uh, but it, oh. Hawaii is extremely Democratic. Yeah. And but so we'll it, see, right? It will be tough. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, like I said, if he, anyone can do it, it be a celebrity. He appeals to the local people. Yeah. So mm-hmm. BJ's got a shot at it. He he doesn't have a squeaky clean record. Oh, no. So that might work against oh, him a no. little bit too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a fighter. So he's done some, <laughs> some fighting that resulted in some that wasn't necessarily in the ring right exactly oh, no. okay so, oh no all right so yeah he's got a, a couple of strikes against him there but oh, uh, like i said people love him yeah and he, he yeah. seems like a, a generally a, a good dude as far as mm. where he stands on the issues okay. uh I, I i think i i've asked you this multiple times but speaking of the ufc is conor mcgregor done with it now is he pretty much out for good or is he coming back he says that he is but we just never know i think it's hard to resist being in that limelight for personality yeah. or the paycheck. Connor, right yeah. or, the, or the easy paycheck because even if he loses he's still mm-hmm. getting paid a ton just to show up yeah but his other ventures are doing so well he's got his you know whiskey, whiskey. and his uh men's mm-hmm. suit line and all that kind of stuff so oh i didn't know he had a men's suit line oh yeah and he gets paid to show up at events all That's the nice. time too, which is such an easy payday, and he's not having to fight anybody, and he just gets paid to to drink and party and hang out. So. Oh, I'll, I'll, you know what? If you guys uh, need someone to drink and party and hang out, uh, Keith Malinak is available uh, for such an event as that. Didn't he make a hundred million just from that one fight with? Uh with, with, May- with Mayweather? Well, so I'm glad you brought this up because Dana White initially said, there's no way I would ever let one of my fighters box. But then... But then he did. But then he did. So Jake Paul, the YouTuber turned boxer, he's done five boxing matches, two against UFC fighters and one. Mm. He's expressed two, interest... Who were the two? He fought against Tyrone Woodley, yeah, which that was one. huge. And then uh, the other guy, Ben Askren. I was trying to remember. Okay. I didn't, I didn't wow. know Ben as well, but he, he, huh. no- he knocked out both of those guys. So he's expressed interest in fighting for Dana White, even though he trolls Dana White all the time about how little he pays his fighters. And he's like, they pay them nothing. But Dana White said, well, wait a minute. If I pay people so little, why are you wanting to come fight my guys? That's a good point. And Dana said, it's because he knows the money is here. But Dana said, boxers are getting paid far too much. She thinks that it's ridiculous how much they, they get paid. He said, one of the big problems with boxing too is that all those expletive guys are overpaid and every time they put on a fight it's a going out of business sale we're just trying to get as much expletive money as we can from you guys and then we're out of here we'll see you in three years and he said you can't build a league like that you can't build a sport 
You can't have 750 fighters under contract making money, feeding their families every year with that kind of mentality. It doesn't work. You have to run a business. Oh, yeah. So when asked, but would you consider having Jake Paul fight Conor McGregor, which is what Jake Paul wants to do? Like Dana said, MMA style? Or? Yes. And he's not an MMA fighter. He's, oh, a, he he's a boxer. Killed. But he thinks Connor's at wow. a, a place where he could defeat him. And mm. so Dana said, never say never, which surprised wow. a lot of people because. Can you imagine the pay per view on that? I'd pay 100 bucks to see that. I would too. It would For be sure. Huge. Yeah. That but, would be awesome. So Dana White is considering. He said, bringing uh, Jake Paul into the... Yeah, he said, I would never say never. He said, huh. it's kind of intriguing. He said, but it kind of goes against what I do. I really do bring the best of the best in. He said, I've tried to do a couple of celebrity things with some WWE guys. Mm. Some worked, some didn't. He said, but I wouldn't say no. Mm. I did I did say Mayweather McGregor. I said, I would never do it, and I did, so... <laughs> At least he admitted it, that. It could happen, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. But, yeah. Uh, I understand Jake Paul... Is, is it Jake or is it his brother, Logan, uh, that's being considered for a fight with Mike Tyson? That would be interesting, too. That's a too. good question. I, I haven't fo- I think it was focused Jake on Paul. Logan as much because he's, I don't feel like he's as big of a loudmouth as his brother. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, you've got to hand it to both of them. They've really put their money where their mouth they is have. and shown up and brought they their have. A game. Like, and Jake has has won like yeah. every fight he's had. He right? has. So. Well, here's the headline. Jake Paul has no fears over a fight with Mike Tyson despite their 30-year age. Oh, yeah. so it is Jake. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That well, would be... i pay to see that too. If Jake Paul fight fought Mike Tyson on pay-per-view, I'm there. Yeah, same. I'm going to watch I, that. Can I come over and watch it on your big screen? Well, you could if there were roads between our homes, but uh, as you know... <laughs> God. Yeah, just can't get dang it. Shoot. Darn it. All right. All right. Uh, have you seen that there's a there's a documentary on uh Stipe Miocic? I love Stipe. Yeah, that they so they did a full like documentary movie and released it and it's on demand right now. Re- okay, I have to watch it cuz I, I think I told you guys before. I got to meet him when he came to Dallas. Oh, cool. you did. Nicest guy. Yeah. He recorded yeah. a video for me cuz I was like, "Hey, my husband will never believe this." <laughs> and uh, and so he recorded a video and he was like, "Hey, do what your wife tells you to do. I mean, it was awesome. <laughs> but super nice guy. And I feel like he never really got the hype and the credit he deserved because he just, yeah. he wasn't a big flashy personality. He was huh. just an amazing fighter, mm-hmm. hardworking guy, firefighter. I mean, he just, he wanted to make money for his family, go home, live a normal life. And because of that, I don't feel like he ever got quite as much. Yeah, you got to be a loud mouth, you mm-hmm. know, to get all the attention. <laughs> and with the attention comes the money offers. Yes. Like somebody, then they're going to be interested in seeing you get your head kicked in or you kick somebody else's head in. Right. So. And if you want to see some blood and some heads kicked in, we go. Here there we go. is a fight. It's <laughs> UFC 274 in Vegas. It's this Saturday night. Right, right. Uh, some, the, What's the big fight on that card? It's going to be Charles Oliveira and Justin Gaethje. Oh. So Gaethje's the one that jumped in when Ferguson was supposed to fight Nurmagomedov and Nurmagomedov had to drop out. And so Justin at the last, like it was maybe just a few days before, jumped in and said, I'll fight him. He's really scrappy. He's mm. really good. But Oliveira is fierce. So Oliveira's picked to win. But Gaethje could surprise us also. Huh. And then Rose, um, now Hunas, she is going to be fighting Carla Esparza. That's the female fight that you want to watch. It's the mm. strawweight division. And it's going to be a good one. They fought back in 2000. Oh, it's been eight years. So they fought. Rose tapped out, but she was kind of at the beginning of her career. And so this is like her chance to redeem herself and punch Carla straight in the face. Wow. Am I a sexist so. because I 
don't like seeing women beat each other up. Those are my That's, favorite fights. I don't like that. Really? I'm yeah. with you, man. Yeah, I don't I like just can't it. Stand it makes it. me really, really uncomfortable. I don't Why? But that being yeah, said, it's probably sexism. Right, I but, guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But that being said, I knew we weren't going to get through a segment with Hillary, especially when UFC was the main topic without uh-huh. the word blood being mentioned. So, right. I mean, that that's cool. But see, but I just don't want to see it. You yes. see men bloody each other all the time in yeah, fights, so? but you don't yeah. see it with women. That's what no, makes you don't. it exciting. That's what makes it fun. <laughs> oh, this is something amazing. you don't just get to see on the street every day. If you're <laughs> yeah. walking down the street in San Francisco, you can see two dudes battling it out all the time. I see. Or yeah. what you think are dudes. You never know. <laughs> yeah, but, you never know. But Very women, true. you don't see that right, as often, right. so and that's worth the price of admission. But hey, you know, whatever. There you, whatever. What All right, Hillary, thanks a lot. Yeah. Uh, we'll be watching for you on the four-minute buzz. Thanks uh, so much. Appreciate it. Uh, okay, let me tell you about the three-week rule. Um, the best financial advice you can possibly get is just wait three weeks before you make that super big financial uh, purchase in your life. Why three weeks? Because three weeks is generally what it takes to buy that new car, refinance your home mortgage, uh, or any major purchase, really. Uh, And three weeks is also how fast the average ScoreMaster user takes to boost his or her credit score. An average of 61 points. 61 points at ScoreMaster in three weeks. Amazing. This technology was developed by credit data scientists to boost your credit score higher and faster than you ever thought possible. It's really easy to get started. It only takes about a minute. And then you're set. Try it for free right now and see how many plus points you can add to your credit score. Go to scoremaster.com slash pad. Scoremaster.com slash pad. price hikes we got this tweet look at what the children of the lumbee tribe have done with that fast internet go jake cub go jacob jacob look at this uh the the official lumbee tribe store right what i'll place your orders now So we've gone from this uh-huh. in 2009. My name is Rhonda Locklear. Right. I'm from Pembroke. To this. And I'm a member the of the Lumbee Tribe, tribe of North Carolina. Store of North Carolina. <laughs> I have two children. Children. And like, like any mother, mother, I want the best for my boys. Of course you do. Jacob, Jacob. my oldest, is a transferring uh, student to UNC Pembroke. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Isaac yeah, is Isaac. in the eighth grade I, at Pembroke right. Middle School. Kai. Like most families. Right. Across the state, state who either don't have don't access have to high speed internet or who, or who can't afford can't it. Can't afford it. We were stuck with dial up service in our home mm. until two months ago. Until just two months ago. I feel that this has put my. Isn't that interesting though? Why are you whining about it then? Right. If you now have. Okay, up until two months ago, you didn't have it, but you have it now. Well, I think that the, that the far left group that invited her to come and give her sub story had already purchased the non refundable airline tickets. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? Just come in. Just anyway. go. Yeah, just do it. And we appreciate them for keeping that commitment. Yeah, I'm to glad they did. Locklear glad it's provided us with hours of entertainment and fun. <laughs> So I'm, I'm thinking about going uh, and buy something at the uh, the Lumbee Tribe store. Thanks for sending that. Well, like, way. what do they have at the Lumbee Tribe store? Oh, well, let me just Google here and find out. Uh, <laughs> it is LumbeeStore.com. All right, and you could get your uh, 
You get your your pullover sweatshirt there. Oh. Or a t-shirt. Or ooh, wait. Oh, oh, that's a baseball cap. I thought it was a winter cap. Let's see if they have a winter cap at the old. Okay, so this is Surely a problem. They do. This is a problem. They don't mm. have a menu because I was looking for a menu instinctively and I didn't see oh. one. So now I've got apparently scrolled down. Okay, that's cool. Ooh, a zip up little windbreaker here. Okay, that's All right. not bad. That's not bad. The hats. Let's click on hats. See, you can't click on. I bet there will be people listening right now who are going to go to the Lumbee Tribe store. Of course they are. And buy some Lumbee <laughs> paraphernalia. And they're gonna they're gonna say, "Wow, what happened? To, how the spike in traffic?" And they're like, "Well, told you we got that high speed internet in here, and now people can participate yep. and and find us." But uh, okay, nothing's clickable here. Come on, Rhonda. Get on this. See, look. Well, I, they're going to need oh. another grant from the government oh, to do oh, that. Oh, 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 catalog. There's a button catalog. Yeah. Look at all this stuff, man. Look at it. Look at it. You're Just gonna, look. Are you going to... Okay, well, that shirt looks lonely on page two. So anyway, <laughs> there you go. Oh, a little you infant shirt, 12 bucks. Not bad. If you ever priced uh, infant wear, infant toys, infant anything, are really expensive for the amount of use they're going to get. Because really... You buy an infant some clothing, it's going to last uh-huh. a month, yeah. maybe, and then it's in the goodwill section mm-hmm. of your uh, of your house, waiting to be taken there. Uh, so, <laughs> so true. It's just kind they of a waste. They outgrow them, man. Unless you have so several quickly. kids, they're going to be able to wear it over the years. Yeah, and you pay... Why bother? You know, hey, look at this cute little, little outfit, this mm-hmm. little onesie for it. In- yeah, it's $85. I, <laughs> I think we can do without that. I had a friend of mine, uh, when my son was born... Uh, and and she and her husband were Kansas City Chiefs fans, mm-hmm. and they sent us a onesie with for the Chiefs, and okay. I quickly snapped a picture of Ezra in it, and then I took it off him real quick because I felt dirty. It's like no no no, you're you're cursed to be a Falcons fan. I'm sorry, you can't root for a winner. Uh-huh. And I took the picture, and then I got rid of it. That's but that's another rule. Yeah, don't buy other teams that you like. Don't buy your favorite team stuff for another person's kid. Exactly. I just had that flashback when we're looking at like, this onesie here. Anybody who knows you knows you should have been the Green Bay Packers. Oh uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm a big Packers How fan. How often does Keith talk about the Green I Bay Packers? I love the It's Lambeau like he grew Field, up in Green Bay or the something. The history there. And the, uh-huh. Ah, uh, you're killing me, Whitey. I love Speaking that. Speaking of the Atlanta Falcons, though, and we, we weren't, but we should have been. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our favorite teams just interconnected. Uh, last weekend. Oh, yeah, that's right. The NFL draft. Oh, I'm drafting uh, him in fantasy football. BYU's former running back, uh, Tyler Algier, was drafted in the fifth round by the Atlanta Falcons. Pat likes the Falcons. So, yeah, at least I like their running game if he's in it. Can and I, they already have three running backs. I uh-huh. think he's going to make the team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pat, he'll be the starter by October. Really? Trust me. Oh, good. You d- yeah, I'd like Falcons to see that. Love to see running that. running game is... Not good? Mm, he right. is literally going to be a starter. And now they don't have Matt Ryan, so their passing game about, is probably down the, down the train, too. Who is, who's the quarterback? Who's the projected starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons? Oh, are you ready for this? It's uh, Marcus Mariota. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who's kind of had... And eh, sort of career, right? Wouldn't you? Oh boy, I don't want to qualify it as. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, he'll be replaced also by October by uh, Desmond Ritter, the Cincinnati quarterback. Saw that the they Falcons were yeah, drafted. they drafted him. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. Okay, but uh, I mean seriously, the way the Falcons did Matt Ryan was so dirty that it was almost enough. If if Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. who may be suspended in Cleveland for who knows how long, he uh, had some issues with. Uh, 
with massage therapists. Yes, if and you don't those remember. legal troubles aren't completely resolved. Uh huh. And it's going to be interesting. I, it was so dirty the way that went down. Not only from the Falcons' perspective, but the Browns now making it so that he is getting paid so little in year one in anticipation of being suspended that his big fines will not be big at all. Wow, that is. Uh, Interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. And they there. lost Baker Mayfield in the bar. Well, he's still there. He's got nowhere to go, really. Yeah. I wouldn't show up if I were him. All right. Uh, Tropicana is introducing a breakfast cereal mm. that you can eat with your orange juice in the bowl. So they've come up with a, a cereal that you don't pour milk over. You you pour orange juice in it. And that, that sounds... It's that just not right. Grotesque. Yes, it it just sounds off I'm and willing, wrong. I'm willing to try it. Yeah, but, I'd try it, but I don't. You know, maybe we should do like a spoons segment. Oh. You know, the old segment we used to do on patents too, and just try this. Maybe do it in overtime. Do it in overtime, perhaps. Well, okay, so what do we need to be looking for in the store? Uh, Tropicana Crunch. <laughs> it's advertised sounds as weird. the first cereal made for OJ, and maybe the last cereal made we'll, we'll see on how this sells wow they'll be giving away free boxes through an ex- exclusive website tropicanacrunch.com be- okay beginning on national orange juice day are we supposed to just which started yesterday oh 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 gone i went to tropicana no is it really it says oh sold out God. dang it look at that all gone wow okay you know what why don't you uh Make the sex with yourself, Tropicana, because that you need more, <laughs> more uh, boxes of that stuff. The website says orange juice on cereal. Some call it weird. Some call it breakfast. We didn't even know it was a thing, but it turns out there are totally normal people amongst us juicing up their cereal bowls. I would try this. In I'm sure it would. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go look and see if it's available today in stores. Well, let's see here. Hold on. There's a story. Will it be released? It's a honey almond cereal that apparently goes goes well with orange juice. Hmm. Weird. Um, will this cereal be in stores? No. Oh, it won't? What? That's weird. All right. Well, I don't even care then. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't even care about yeah, it. Yeah. Now I'm upset. I that take I'm... back everything we just said. I'm sorry. I put Pretend that like story... we didn't even say anything about it. Yeah. Okay, you know what? That'll change. If the feedback on it is great from all these Well, yeah, they'd have to make it available. they'll be like, oh, we can make money off of this? Okay, Mm -hmm. put it in the store. Uh, Sony has just stood up to communist China on the Statue of Liberty. Nobody stands up to communist China. I don't know how this happened. Congratulations, Sony. Yeah. That's impressive. A Japanese-based company. Thank you. With great power comes great responsibility. It's a line from Spider-Man all the time. That's a motto taken to heart by Sony recently when it defied the demands of the Chinese government party to delete the Statue of Liberty from Spider-Man No Way Home. What? And they said, no, we're keeping it. That's great. Mm -hmm. Apparently, China's censors asked the Japanese entertainment giant if it could cut Lady Liberty from the film's end, but was rebuffed Given the prominence the statue plays in the film's climax, in which the three Spider-Men swing around one of the world's most identifiable Spoiler markers. alert. Yeah. <laughs> so now you know there's going to be uh-huh. a scene with a Statue yeah. of Liberty. Yeah. I just wrecked it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, never one to take rejection well, China came back asking if the monument could be minimized. Oh, God. Jeez, what is your problem with the just because it's an American symbol of freedom, you can't have it in your movie? Yep. What would happen? 
if Chinese people see the Statue of Liberty? Immediately, are they going to go to Tiananmen Square and start <laughs> protesting and demanding democracy? Yeah. I bet they would. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Sony could cut a few of the more patriotic shots of patriotic. Tom Holland standing atop the crown, dull the lighting so that Lady Liberty's visage wasn't so front and center. Go away. And apparently that's what they told him. <laughs> it's amazing. It's, it's refreshing to see such a massive company mm-hmm. uh, stand up to China and, and defend freedom, especially when a move like this could affect uh, how much they make in China. The previous two Holland Spider-Man movies grossed 116 million and 200 million at the Chinese box office. So do we know? Did hmm. China even uh, let this show in the theater? Does not say. Huh. Does not say. But well, I mean, it's been out for a while, right? It had to have had its Chinese run by now. Thank you, Japan, for doing what apparently yeah. you know companies over here that almost nobody does. Certainly not the NBA. The NBA would have absolutely caved the minute china had any problem with it oh oh okay uh you don't want anything red white or blue yeah. I- I- on the floor of nba uh arenas okay okay and and okay nobody can have red white and blue in their uniforms uh, okay i have no idea but this is a theory i bet china won't show philadelphia 76ers games Based on based oh. on their obsession with getting the Statue of Liberty off the screen, they probably don't want to reference the 1776. Yeah, uh, I'm, I, I I have no idea. I would have to look that up. Oh yeah, look, wait wait. Google just auto completed for me. Thank you. <laughs> China <laughs> drops Philadelphia 76ers broadcast as Hong Kong, and this is from years ago. But yep, that uh, is yeah, unbelievable, fascinating. What a gross gross Jeez. government. And. Uh, speaking of China, there are some more problems here, deeper than whether or not they're going to actually allow this Statue of Liberty in a movie. Global supply chain problems are looking to worsen now, according to a new report, because there are all kinds of... Did we show this yesterday? We have not Seems shown like the map. This. Look at that. Look at the Look at the ships. map of... Those are all the ships Backed waiting oh my to be unloaded in China or loaded. Yeah. Probably loaded because that's where all the manufacturing is happening. Unreal. Look at that log jam. This is got. not about COVID. This lockdown, I'm telling wow. you. Wow. Wow. And listen, if you haven't stocked up on food, please do as much as you can right now to prepare for a potential food shortage later this year or early next. Uh, we'll see you on uh, overtime and tomorrow right back here.